1: it's Wednesday, it is July 3rd, it's 2019, and we have 14 baseball games to talk about here on today's slate. I'm joined by Genie for 07. Grant, how are you doing, my friend?
0: Uh, it's a weird day today, or when you're listening to this, yesterday. The White Sox game, pretty much every single thing on this slate went super weird. Somehow I'm winning enough to buy KFC three times a day for the next three weeks, um, but yeah, it it's, it's super weird slate. One thing could have gone differently; it could have changed everything. That White Sox game was weird. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't know how to feel about today. And tomorrow's slate is looking like it's going to be weirder.
1: Yeah, yeah. I had a lot of Renardo Lopez, like sixty percent. So you guys know how my day went. Uh, stacked the Dodgers a lot. You know how my day went. So I'm ready to move on to Wednesday. If you guys haven't checked out our sponsor, make sure you head on over there. Check them out. It's fantasydraft.com. Sign up through the Grinders link. That way you get access to three months of Grinders Premium for Fantasy Draft. Plus, you will get all the cool promos that we run with Fantasy Draft. You'll get access to those. They got a $7,500 home run contest here on today's slate. You can only enter it 10 times. So $25 buy-in. You can only enter it 10 times. You're not playing against 150 teams. So make sure you're checking that out. Uh, they also got their PGA stuff up that's going to go live at thursday at 750 way different product for pga you drop your lowest score so if you haven't checked out pga and you play pga you can check that out as well great let's jump into it we get started here with the chicago cubs pittsburgh pirates you darvish chris archer no total on this game um any interest here in darvish
0: a little bit. Um, the slate's trash with pitching. The problem is his price tag of 8,600. It's going up against Pittsburgh, obviously, a very little strikeout team, but Darvish has great K stuff, so there's obviously some upside there. He also walks a lot of guys, but he's gotten that under control recently. Pittsburgh's hot, but there's just not a lot of options for pitching today. So when I say I have interest in someone, um, it means that I'm going to throw them in if I'm at that price tag. Outside of the top two options on the slate, If I'm interested in a guy that probably means all 10% ownership in Darvish is probably going to be a guy 10% ownership in just because of his potential upside with his high swing strike rate and high K rate.
1: Yeah. um, I don't hate it. I don't love it. I don't love a lot. Like you said, the slate's just kind of messy for pitching. A lot of, a lot of good bats and a lot of good places here. I don't hate Darvish. I don't love it. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's <laughs> kind of how I feel about him. Like, you know, Pittsburgh has been hitting the ball really well and they're a patient team that doesn't strike out that much. So, like, that's all – those are the downsides when you're looking at Darvish here. Um, I don't know if I ended up playing him. Any interest in Chris Archer?
0: Another guy. High K rate. Potential upside. His price tag is decent, like – I hate every single pitcher under 10.9K, like literally every single one. Archer is the guy that I probably my second or third favorite option under 10K today. Um, it's not good. You're not going to find many good options. Chicago doesn't really strike out a high clip, they're, they're around league average. It is being played in Pittsburgh. It's not a bad pitcher's ballpark. And Archer, still a guy in the past who's been decent. Um, He's been walking a ton of guys this year, and there are some walks in this lineup, but the strikeout stuff is there. The price tag is right when you consider it. So I'm fine with Archer. He's going to be one of my more owned guys just because of how bad everyone else is. (laughs) Not saying much. (laughs) So, you know,
1: at at the end of the day, um, I'm going to do everything I can to play Chris Sale today. So let that be known, like going into this slate, I'm looking for somebody to play with him Um, on FanDuel. I'm just going to make it work. Uh, So, like, that's where my mindset is. Like, I I want sale, and I'm going to do everything I can to make that work. So I don't hate Archer here just because he's not overly expensive at 7,700. We know that there's strikeouts towards the bottom of this order. So I I think he's okay. I actually think he's better than Darvish. I think I'd rather play Chris Archer than Darvish today, Um, if that makes sense. Any interest? Yeah,
0: any interest in the Cubs' bats here? I mean, Archer gives up bombs. Guys who can hit bombs are well in play. Baez, Rizzo, Bryant, Schwarber, Contreras, even Hayward, all very much in play. He has a 200-plus ISO to both sides of the plate. I'd probably prefer the guys that strike out a lower clip. Uh, so Rizzo Bryant, probably the two main guys I'd go with. Um, but any of the top five batters are very much in play stacks in play. It's a weird slate that he can be one of my favorite pitchers and all these bats are actually in play and he's not even super cheap.
1: Yeah. I think when you're looking at it, um, the power bats, you know, you mentioned it, um, like the, the top five guys really, I don't know if I'd necessarily would stack against Archer here, especially in Pittsburgh, um, but the top five guys would be the five guys that I'd be looking at here. The power bats. Uh, I'm still not paying this price for Jason Hayward. I don't care what he's doing at the play right now. 4,600 for Jason Hayward is just, it's too high. Like this guy was 3,600 last week, uh, the same day last week. So, um, yeah. Uh, any interest in the Pittsburgh bats here?
0: So Darvish is interesting. Like he, has a way higher Wobo, way higher ISO versus lefties. But his ISO and – or but his hard hit numbers, his fly ball numbers, all the numbers versus lefties are kind of the same. So I'm not really expecting him to have huge splits. It's mostly just them being able to get a hold of his fastball. I I, I do have some interest in the Pirates. They're just playing so darn well right now. Bell, never going to talk about playing him. Three home run upside is – Stevie should say, Um, Marte, Dickerson, Moran, like he can get wild. They can get on base. They can really just mess up Darvish here. Darvish could be one of the higher-owned guys on the slate. Full stacks in order. Any of these guys you can play, but I'm not real high on the Pittsburgh bet. They're just a team that's in play every single day, especially against a wild pitcher like Darvish.
1: Yeah, it'd be the three three guys I've been talking about all week. It'd be Bell, Dickerson, Moran. Uh, That's the three guys that I like to play from Pittsburgh – I like running them out there as a three-man stack. It works out on you know back ends of stacks. So I don't mind this spot for those three guys. Red Sox and Blue Jays, Chris Sale, Sean Reed Foley, nine total. Sale's a 270 favorite, as he should be. Um, Chris Sale, top pitcher on the slate, in my opinion. What you got?
0: I'd rather have Bueller, um, but that's just me. I think uh, Sale's going to garner some more ownership. I think Bueller, honestly, the way he's pitching right now is right up there with Sale. Um, going up against Toronto – like it's a good matchup. Sales, a super elite pitcher. There's K's in this lineup. There's no reason to talk you off them other than ownership. You want to pay up for either Sale or Bueller, and all your lineups. And just figuring out how to do that is going to be tough. But uh, yeah, Sale, yeah, one of the top pitchers on the slate. I prefer Bueller, but you can make an argument for either of them.
1: Yeah, for sure. Like Bueller is certainly the other guy that we're going to talk about at the top today. Um, we don't know how far Herman's going to go against the Mets, but really, like Sale and Bueller are, are kind of in a league of their own today, in my opinion. Um, like you could throw possibly Clevinger in there, but I do think like Bueller and Sale are just so much better. But when we're looking at this Toronto lineup. Um, there's two bats that have power against left-handed pitching this season. Uh, it's Gary L and it's Sogard. Sogard's numbers against lefties, I'm not too worried about it here. Chris Sale is elite against left-handed hitters, um, so for me, I'm definitely not worried about Sogard. So really, the only guy I'm worried about here is Gary L and he has a 28% K rate against lefties this season. So a lot of strikeouts in this lineup for Sale. Uh, he's she's kind of struggled against this team, you know, a couple times this season. So. I hope that kind of scares some people off of him. And I just love this spot for him. We know that the strikeouts are there, double-digit strikeouts in eight of his last 10 games. So really like Chris Sale here. Like I said, he's my top option. But I would not talk you off of playing Bueller instead, especially when you're saving some money. Um, Sean Reed Foley, you know, the Red Sox are rolling right now. I don't think I want any pitcher against them, really. And um, definitely not Sean Reed Foley.
0: Yep, and his price is not great. If he was priced at 4 I'd think about it. But... uh... Yeah, not going with him today. It's just not a good matchup, not a good ballpark, and he's not a good pitcher.
1: Sox and Bats, the Red Sox Bats. Um, I, I certainly have no issue playing as many Red Red Sox Bats as you want to here.
0: Yeah, over a five implied total. I think five, seven right now. Um, Foley's not good. The Toronto bullpen's not good. It's a great hitter's ballpark. There's great hitters in this lineup not going to argue with a single one of them in this line of outside of maybe Holt or Leon, just because I never play either of them, but everyone else very much in play. JD, Mookie, put two of the top bats outside of cores on this entire slate.
1: Yeah. And like, you know, none of these guys are over 5k. So like you're getting Mookie bets at 4,400. You're getting JD at 4,400. Like these guys should be staples in, in your builds today, just because they're so cheap. Like you could stack the Red Sox and and play Chris sale with them. So, um really really like the red sox today i think they're underpriced in this matchup so definitely a team that i'm going to be playing quite a bit like if you just don't play devers or bogarts you can get like the stack everybody under 4400 um so i the only thing that i hate about it and we've talked about it so many times is i hate taking up my three outfield spots you know with Betts, jd and ben Attende. but today with their pricing the way it is i don't hate it to be honest so
0: FYI, I'm getting conflicting reports, and it may just be an opener situation with Jacob pack. Um Don't know if I said that right. Uh, he might be starting, but I think it is an opener situation. Although he just did get recalled from AAA. I don't know. Um, I I've think seen had, that. Yeah, yeah. A lot of a lot of books took just took down their uh, lines not too long ago. So I don't know. Makes way, more
1: sense. Um, why? Why some lines got taken down? But even even him, like when you're looking at his numbers this season in Triple A, 22% K rate has been able to keep the ball on the ground. He has a 1.54 home run per nine. His xFIP is 4.92. So it's not like he's the best pitcher in the world. Um, in Triple A, so honestly, really doesn't change my thoughts on the Red Sox here.
0: Yeah, except for I'm made – if it looks like. I need to dig into his minor league numbers. Um, although he's coming off the IL, I don't I don't know. I didn't have time to look into him too much. But he has 4K over on DK. I might play him. <laughs> that's how bad the slate is. I might play him even if he's going to go three or four innings. That's how That's how terrible everything is today.
1: Yeah, I don't think I could pull the trigger. But I, I completely understand the reasoning behind wanting to play him because he's 4k it's just you know he had he had some decent strikeouts um when we saw him against the rays but yeah i don't think i can do it and like if he gets in trouble it'd probably be sean reed foley is the long guy um that comes in behind him so like still liking the red sox um any blue jays bats that you like here
0: not a single one i mean you can take your one off i would suggest against it though
1: All right, we got the Brewers and the Reds, 10.5 total, Chassin, Sonny Gray. Sonny Gray is a 140 favorite. Any interest here in Chassin?
0: Bad ballpark. Chassin's not been great. His price tag is a little bit enticing, though, at 5,800. I mean, again, the slate isn't very good. He's much better versus righties, but he's going to face a few lefties here. Limits his upside, but he still does have a 25% K rate versus righties. Got to face four of them just because of the price another guy that i'm interested in not overly so but it's a decent ballpark for strikeouts so i could i could see rostering him in a few builds
1: i I, yeah i I don't think i could do it he's even given up a lot of fly balls and and hard contact to righties this season too i'm just i get why you again like the price thing is a thing today and like i completely understand it it just it's ugly again. One of the reasons that we like Chris Archer so much is because its late is really, really ugly for pitching. Um, Sonny Gray on the other side of this game. We're still waiting for Sunny Gray to regress. You know, he's giving up a ton of hard contact this season and you know, running pretty good with it. Um, when you look at it though, Grant, like 3.48 X 26.5% K rates. There are some strikeouts at the bottom of this order for Milwaukee. Like it's ugly today. Do you roll? Do you roll a shot behind Sunny Gray here, or at ninety-two hundred? Do we just pay down and look for somebody else?
0: I'm paying down, looking for someone else. There's too much upside with Sailor Bueller. I'm not paying nine thousand dollars for anyone today. Um, maybe Clevenger, but not Sunny Gray. Milwaukee is not an easy matchup. Yes, Gray does have pretty drastic strikeouts versus lefties, and there's going to be a few high strikeout bats in this lineup. But I'm not seeing a thirty-point game out of Gray, so I'd, I'd rather just. Leave them off my builds entirely.
1: Yeah, I'd much rather play like Torino, who's just a little bit cheaper. That's pitching in Tampa against Baltimore. Like I, I think I'd rather do that um, than play Sunny Gray against Milwaukee in Cincinnati. Uh, let's talk some bats here. As far as Milwaukee bats go, it's pretty much the same guys. It's been all week. You know, it's Grandal, Yelich, Mustakis, Thames. If Gamble's in there, like he's in play. Like you want the lefties here.
0: I mean, I don't. I don't want to play Thames. Gray's got a 30% K rate versus lefties so far this year. Thames strikes out a high clip. I wouldn't mind Braun or Kane. Um, either of them are fine. Even though Sonny gray is, like got some weird numbers versus righties and lefties, he's giving up hard contact to both sides of the plate. So, yeah. I mean, I'd mostly target uh, Yellich and Grindahl and Moustakis, but I think Braun and Kane are in play. And I'm probably not playing Thames
1: Yep, fair enough. Um, as far as the Reds go, I do think it's a good stack spot. You know, we're gonna we're gonna talk about cores. There's bad pitchers in cores. there's bad pitchers in Texas. Cores has a 13 and a half run total today, implied total. Um, so like getting off of course today is gonna be contrarian on a fourteen game slate just because I think they're gonna be ultra popular. What are we doing here with the Reds?
0: Before I get to that, I don't know how popular they're gonna be. They're clearly the best bats on the slate, but I think more important than the bats is getting Sailor Bueller in, and I mean, unless something some bad lineup comes out, I don't see any of these lower-priced pitchers being that shocky. So I think more people are going to try and pay up than usual. I gotta assume that Bueller and Saylor are going to be just ridiculously owned. So I don't I don't know if they are going to be that shocky, but in any case, the Reds, um, yeah, lefty bats are fantastic. Uh, Dietrich, Gannett Vado even Winker, all those guys going up against Justine, who's just been terrible, does not strike them out. It strikes out lefties at a 10% clip, gives up fi- nearly 50% hard contact. They're playing in Cincinnati. All the lefties are fantastic. And even the hard-hitting righties, Suarez, Puig, both of those guys are very much in play. Prices are a little bit disparaging for the righties, but you can still round out a stack that way because the other, all the lefties in the lineup are cheap enough
1: yeah um I have zero interest with the Reds here, like I said, are not zero interest of I don't even know what I was trying to say. I like the reds um
0: zero interest with the reddies
1: no, I like the I don't even know what I was gonna say. I was looking at the bottom <laughs> of the order when I started talking. I don't like the bottom of the order, I don't like Iglesias and Cassali um, I hope Dietrich gets the start like you know that he's in a good spot if he he draws a start like he's a guy that I would be prioritizing today um, I like Winker. I actually like this spot for Votto. You know, we look at the hard hit rates for Justine, and they're just so high. Votto gets a little bit of a bump here. You know, I don't mind him. So Winker, Votto, Suarez, Jeanette, Dietrich, Puig, all really good plays here, in my opinion. One through six. Um, Moving on, Baltimore, Tampa, John Means, Yanni Torinos. Uh, No total in this one. Um, Any interest here in Means?
0: Again, it's a problem with the price. He's a little bit too expensive at 8-4. Otherwise, I would. Um, Tampa Bay struggled a bit versus lefties. Means has been very good versus lefties. Probably due for some negative regression versus righties, but this is a good hitter's ballpark, or a good pitcher's ballpark. So I'm less worried about his fly ball rates to lefties and righties here. If I have the money, I'll pay up for him. He's probably the guy in that price range that I like the most, Um, but I think I'd rather go down to Archer and just save 500 bucks. But if I have 500 bucks left over, I'm not going to go with Archer over means.
1: Yeah. Like I like a means Archer build too. If you want to load up on some bats, I think that's certainly playable today. Um, We know Tampa is a team that has struggled with left-handed pitching this season. Outside of Diaz um, Diaz, like they're just a team that's really struggled, but like even Diaz, his numbers are a little skewed. He has a 365 Babbitt with a 47% ground ball rate against lefties this year. This game's in Tampa good pitchers ballpark we don't have a lot of those situations today so i, I like this spot for john means uh, i think he's very serviceable and i do um think he can get the job done at this price tag and like i said if you're not playing a sailor a bueller and i think Bueller's easier to play with means too and still have a really solid lineup so that's something to note uh torinos on the other side of this game i think he's you know firmly in play as well going to see a bunch of lefties here and that's obviously concerning um you know when you're looking at his numbers but the strikeout stuff is there he has a splitter sinker combo that can do well against lefties and righties um i you know we're just looking for pitchers today so he's certainly another guy but i would take the discount on means for 500 dollars less
0: yeah, I'm right there with you. I prefer means to Trinos, but Trinos is in play. Baltimore's a bad lineup. It's a good pitcher's ballpark. There is some strikeouts there, especially if Cisco and Davis are both in the lineup. Well, apparently Davis can, he's on a heater right now. One home run in one day. It's, that's pretty darn good for him. <laughs> and against an ace in Morton. So yeah, who knows? Uh, but yeah, he's, he's in play just because of this, like the trash slate and he is a fairly good real life pitcher with average strikeout stuff going up against a bad team with high k rate
1: like honestly to be honest like that sums up tuesday slate chris davis took charlie morton deep like <laughs> just that sums it up um yeah when you're looking at Trinos, like he threw 105 pitches last time out so like with him in this like actual starters role i like him a lot more than like when he was coming out of the bullpen um hasn't pitched great recently you know he's been struggling a little bit but Coming back here to Tampa and, you know, against Baltimore, I think this is a really good spot. Um, As far as the bats go in this game, there's really not anything standing out to me on either side of the plate. Like, I I think this is a game that's going to be one of the lowest scoring games on the slate. Just not saying much, but it's enough where I just don't think I'll do it.
0: Diaz and Garcia are fine. Um, Both of them hit the ball very hard and means is a fly ball pitcher that's worse versus righties. So I don't hate either of them. Um, And even – I like. I don't hate Adamus either, or Zunino. Uh, like anytime I get a low strikeout pitcher going up against those guys, they're generally in play for me. They didn't pan out too well today, but the price tag on these guys is cheap enough. Enough. I mean, Garcia's thirty nine hundred. Adamus is thirty five hundred. Zunino is keep scrolling down twenty five hundred. You want to fit sale into your lineup? I don't mind a three man Tim Bay stack just to save the price tags. Getting rid of your shortstop and catcher position. It's not a bad idea at all. These guys have some power, and Means is not a high strikeout guy, in ex- and he's a pretty extreme fly ball guy to righties.
1: Yeah, um, I, I certainly don't mind it. I think uh, Travis Darno will catch. Maybe Zanino's in there as well. They've been playing them together uh, a little bit as well. So, you know, Darno is a little bit more expensive than Zanino, but, you know, I, I don't hate some of the cheap bats, like you said just to you know kind of fit everything in but um yankees and mets domingo herman against jason vargas um i was trying to find it before the show um and i couldn't really find anything like concrete about how much they're really going to let him pitch here but i will say like he only threw 65 pitches in his last rehab starting triple a so I don't expect Herman to go more than like 75 here, maybe 80. Like I think eighty 80s on the high end.
0: Yeah. I have zero interest in him. Um too expensive. I'd rather go up to Bueller rather go up to sale. Mets are not a terrible lineup versus righties. Um, they have enough low strikeout lefties in there. Plus. Yeah. I, ju- I, ju- I, if he's not going to go over 80 pitches, why would you pay 10,000 for him? And even if he was, why would you go with him instead of Bueller or sale? Just, just don't play him.
1: Yep, um, for sure. Like it's just the price point is crazy. Um, Vargas.
0: So Vargas. Vargas.
1: Yes, yeah, Cy, Cy Vargas. Um, listen, I, I get all the points that you're about to make about Vargas doesn't get rocked typically, but there's zero chance that I'm playing Vargas against this um, Yankees lineup.
0: I there's no numbers. To justify me playing Vargas. I'm gonna start yeah. off of that, but I am gonna blame a little bit.
1: <laughs> I know you. Um we worked together way too long now. That I, I know how you I know how you think. Like right when I opened the slate and I was like, Vargas is on the slate.
0: Um I think he has the longest active streak of not giving up more than three earned runs.
1: We're gonna to try to change that today. Um, I hope. But yeah, like I like the Yankee stack. It's just, <laughs> shocking. I'm stacking against Vargas. It has not worked out. I don't think it's worked out at all this season. Um he
0: hasn't given up more than four and runs all season long. And he yep. hasn't given up more than three since his first two starts. So no, it has not worked out unless the bullpen got blown up.
1: Time to try it again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, like I, I've stacked against Vargas so much that I'm 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 honestly I'm I'm pot committed. Um it's been terrible. It hasn't worked a lot, but the Yankees are just so right handed heavy here with LeMahieu, Judge. Hicks has had a struggle against lefties this season, but throughout his career he's been better against left-handed pitching. Sanchez, E five. If Void is back, you know, obviously they're gonna have to decide are they gonna play Void or E five, but right now it looks they're like it's gonna be E five. Oh, did he go on the IL? Yeah, they put him on
0: the IL earlier today.
1: Yeah, that's the old uh we're we're in the national league and um <laughs> we'll give you a couple days off before the all star break. <laughs> I, uh, but yeah, I, I really like the top five here. I think the top five is absolutely loaded.
0: Yeah. Um, all the numbers say play them. All looking at Vargas's numbers, they're not great. And looking at the Yankees' numbers, they're right handed heavy and they're very good. Full on fade for me.
1: Yep. No, I, I completely understand why you fade them. Like, if you're playing the numbers and you're playing the odds, like, this year has been a great year to fade um, hitters against uh, Jason Vargas. So, Um, Mets bats, any Mets bats here?
0: Again, Alonso, every single day, um, just play Alonso. He's probably going to get a home run. Uh, He's one of the best power hitters in the league already for some unknown reason. Cano, I think, is, yep. Yep, if you want to fit in sale, Cano's $2,700. Fantastic. Oh, gosh, I'm so excited for those three points for (laughs) $2,700. It's going to be great. Outside of them, no, just no one. I mean, Domingo's been good versus lefties so far this season. He has been bad versus righties. Yankees' bullpen's good. So, it's Alonzo and it's Cano just because I love, love inducing pain onto myself
1: <laughs> oh yeah um he's really cheap you know you have that going for you so <laughs> um anyway we move on the phillies and braves ten and a half and total nick pavetta uh bryce wilson wilson a
0: 148 favorite here against the phillies um any interest in pavetta you kind of have to on this slate um pavetta hasn't been good this season um Atlanta's not a bad team by any means. They have a bunch of good bats. Pavetta so struggles versus lighties. There's a lefties, but there's only going to be there's probably going to be four of them in the lineup. His numbers just have been so bad, but he does have thirty point upside, and he's cheap at six two. I hate to say it, but I'm probably going to pay play a whole lot of Pavetta here, and it's probably going to work out terrible. He did just have thirteen points against these guys three starts ago. So maybe it could happen. Um, I don't think the weather is going to be good tomorrow. It's going to be 92 degrees. Does not fare well for pitchers, but that's the slate. But that is one of the top options on the entire slate when you consider what it can get you.
1: Yep. I don't think I can play for better. Um, I know I keep saying that, but honestly, um <laughs> It's ugly today, and I completely understand why you want to play Pavetta uh, at 6200. He's a guy that down here has 30 point upside, and you know he's a guy that can certainly win you a slate. It's just I don't think I can pull the trigger. I promise there's a cheap guy that I like. We'll talk about him here soon. Uh,
0: I'm really or- excited to hear about this cheap guy because <laughs> I can't find any.
1: We're getting there, um, so we'll talk about him when we get there for sure. Uh, Bryce Wilson on the other side of this game. Um, Seventy three hundred. I like he's so close price to Archer. I just don't think I can do it. I know he's a favorite here. I just I, I don't think I can do it.
0: He's a favorite, but it's also a ten point five implied team total. Yeah, right. He does. He's <laughs> not good. He's he's a realistically a league average strikeout guy going up against a good Philly team. I have no desire to play him.
1: Let's talk some bats here. Um, you know, obviously you already mentioned it. It's going to be really hot in Atlanta. The wind's going to be blowing out. It's really good hitting conditions. Like I think you can stack either one of these teams to be honest, but let's start with the Phillies. What do you like here?
0: Uh, Real Muto again, too cheap at 3,800. That's just a perpetual thing. And then the rest of the guys are a little bit too cheap. When you consider the ballpark, when you consider the weather, when you consider that Wilson's not great, when you consider that the Atlanta bullpen's not great. So Kingery, um, is a little too cheap at 4600 harper is priced at about where he should be at 4600 hoskin 4400 too cheap bruce if he's in the lineup a little too cheap considering his power um everyone's just too cheap it's an easy stack to make both getting in sale or bueller so yeah they're very much in play
1: yeah but i like the spot for philly um hot lana um yeah jay bruce at 4800 uh, really stands out to me um hoskins at 4400 um you know even harper at 46 like you're not paying a lot for the stack um what are we doing with the braves here
0: freeman's a fantastic play you can stack them up they have a 5-7 implied total if pavetta is chalky the stack could take down a GBP. um like just play any of the guys with power, which is virtually everyone in this lineup. Um Pavetta just has not been very good. There's a chance that he has that game where he puts up 30 points, but there's a chance where he ends up in the negative here. It's perfect weather. These guys are good. You can play any of them.
1: Yeah, I'll certainly have at least one or two Atlanta stacks today. Um This is a great spot for them, you know, Outside of the pricing, and it makes it tough to pay like to stack them. Uh, you're gonna have to kind of decide like what you want to do with pitching if you're gonna stack Atlanta. But yeah, I, I like to stack a bunch. Um, Donaldson 41 really stands out to me. Even Marquecus at 41. Like those are the two guys that I really like here. Um, Hot Atlanta for sure. Angels and Texas Rangers. Uh, Griffin Canning against Ariel Gargano. Eleven and a half total here which tells me it's hot in Texas. Um, any interest here in Griffin Canning?
0: This kid's good, but hard contact is a problem. He strikes out both sides of the plate fairly well because he has a good uh, curveball and a good slider. But it's hot there. I'm not going to play him.
1: Yeah, I don't think I can pull the trigger on Canning. I wish he was. If he was a little cheaper, if he was getting a Texas discount, I wouldn't hate it, but I'm going to pass on him and I'm – Certainly going to pass on Gerardo, even though he's a, you know, massive ground ball guy.
0: Yep. Not playing either of these guys.
1: Um, you know, the angels have an applied total over six. Um, it's really high when you're looking at the slate, just in general, it's, you know, second or third highest behind the, the two teams in cores. Like, is this a spot we should be stacking up the angels? I mean, the problem is
0: their price tags. Well, I guess that's mostly just Trout and Otani. um, I think Lestella I think he might have broken his leg. Um, so hopefully he gets better, but he's not going to be in the lineup tomorrow. Uh, but, like, Calhoun's cheap enough, or if he's in the lineup cheap enough at 4400 Upton, I like his price tag. It's just tough to fit in Trout and Otani, um, who are obviously the two guys in by far the best spot or the best hitters. Um, but yeah, I don't mind the LA stack. It's hot in there. Gerardo, like, it worries me, him being a big ground ball pitcher, but this team is just good enough. They don't strike out at all, so the ball's going to be put in play constantly. Babbitt could easily land on their side. So yeah, I don't mind a stack. And while I love Trout and Otani in this spot, their price are a little too expensive, so I prefer Upton, Calhoun, and Bohr in all honesty.
1: Yeah, if Estella's hurt, you know, you can just call up Ryan Schimpf. Um, you know, just oh, bring him on up.
0: Name I haven't heard in so long.
1: How excited would Stevie be? Oh, Stevie would be very excited if that happens. Um, he's in the player pool too. I looked before I even said it. When when I saw Lacella, uh foul the ball off his leg earlier, I was like, "Oh, come on, bring up Shimp." <laughs> so already looked. He's 30,
0: definitely in the system. 3100 so. <laughs> Oh man, this could make tomorrow a fun day.
1: I'm just saying, if Lestella needs to go in the IL, like, you know, there's one guy you could call up that has some major league experience. Um, all joking aside, Um, I I do like this team. I, I think Fletcher will probably end up starting over Lestella uh, if he's hurt. So, you know, it's certainly a spot that you got to pick and choose how you want to stack this team. But, like, the five man with Trout, Otani, Upton, Calhoun, Boar is going to be the chalky way to stack it. So, Pivoting off of that is certainly interesting um especially with trout and up to, or trout and otani being so expensive um the rangers here you know we, you you pretty much said it when you were talking about canning he's giving up a ton of fly balls 48% plus 37% plus hard hits like he does have strikeout ability don't get me wrong but this is a really bad lineup in a really hot day to be you know, giving up a lot of fly balls and hard contact, too. Because when you look up and down this lineup, I think there's only two guys, Cabrera and Odor, that have hard contacts under 40% against right-handed pitching this season.
0: Yep. Play Texas bats. Just play them. Honestly, they have as much upside as Coors here. Um, their prices are similar is the problem. Um, but outside of their prices, they're fantastic, and they can – any one of these guys can hit a home run here off of canning. Um, I'd probably target like lower strikeout guys and Joey Gallo. So Mazzara, Gallo, uh Andres are the three guys that I would probably go with first, but you can realistically play anyone here.
1: Love Willie Calhoun today. He's 4,300 on DK. Um Love the price tag for him. He's another guy that doesn't strike out a ton. So, smaller sample but he is a guy that doesn't walk a lot either he puts the ball in play a ton so uh really like calhoun as well but yeah i like this like there's a bunch of different ways that you could stack texas because they have power throughout their lineup so really like the texas uh, bats here in this spot and and it's not because i don't like canning i think canning's a really good talented young pitcher it's just this is a bad spot for him uh fly balls and fly balls and hard contact is not going to suit you well um in this spot so we move on. We got Detroit and Chicago on the second half of the doubleheader, um, which is so weird that Renaro Lopez, who was supposed to start on Tuesday, is not pitching either one of the games on Wednesday. Um, either Boyd. Either is Boyd, which I, I, maybe, I don't know. Is it something to do with, like, they got, like, I don't know because the game kinda got delayed before like first pitch. I don't know why either one of these guys aren't pitching. I think pitch- it has to do with
0: the fact that it's gonna be raining in Detroit all day. Pop ups are gonna be happening. They're not maybe not be expecting to get both games in. Um and they're almost certainly expecting a delay, so they'd rather use trash pitchers.
1: Yeah, we got Tyler Alexander against Ross Detweiler. Uh, Alexander is gonna be making his major league debut here. Um this is the guy that I was talking about, Grant. When we look at it, I don't feel great about it. Um, you know, Tyler Alexander. Like, it's just when we're looking at how cheap guys are, and we know the strikeout upside for Chicago White Sox um, against really any pitcher. Um, but a guy that has a 26% K rate in AAA this season, 11.4% swinging strike rate. His biggest issue has been home runs, which obviously does not suit well. Um, the White Sox can take you deep, no doubt about it. But the strikeout upside is what I'm paying 5700 for. Um, I don't feel good about it by any means, but I think Tyler Alexander is, you know, certainly in play. Especially if that first game kind of gets delayed, they're starting it pretty early, and if it gets delayed a little bit, um, and, and like they're just in and out of playing all day, like I like Alexander even more. So. He's like a cheap guy that I'm willing to like I, I'm not willing to go all in, but I'm willing to play a good amount of.
0: Yeah, I guess I'm right there with you. I was kinda of crossing this off because of the rain, but who knows? Well
1: sure. yeah, obviously that can make a huge difference.
0: Yeah. But if if this game's gonna play clean, it looks like, then yeah, he's he's one of the top options on the slate. Um like you said. Good K rate in the minors, and he's going up against a high strikeout White Sox team. So, yeah, he's in play.
1: Yeah, like when you look at the White Sox against right-handed pitching this season, everybody in the projected starting lineup has a strikeout rate over 23% outside of John Jay. They have a 26.7% strikeout rate as a team. Jimenez, Abreu, Moncada all can hit home runs. Like, don't get me wrong. Those are the guys that you worry about when you're playing Alexander. But even if he gives up a couple runs here, If he can get me, like, 15 points because of strikeouts, like, he's going to be definitely in consideration as, like, one of the top point-per-dollar pitchers on the slate. So, um, with that being said, too, like, the other side of this game, Ross Detweiler, um, I know this is a right-handed heavy team, and this guy stinks against righties, but, like, is he in play, too? Yeah. He doesn't strike anybody out, but... Like just, go out
0: and, and, Detroit.
1: like just go out and throw an okay game. Like go out and do what you did against Minnesota last time out, and like you are fine for me. Give me 13.
0: Yeah, that's really all you're asking for in the low range, um, which is definitely possible. It's definitely a higher K rate lineup. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 not good, but he's very much in play today.
1: Yeah. Oh, man, um, this is where this is what this lady is bringing us, folks. Um, Like I said, I, I kind of want the game, the the first half of the doubleheader to kind of just delay a little bit um, in and out of playing a little bit, kind of throw these guys off. It's just a long day in general, and it, it could easily not work out, but I, I certainly don't hate it here. Um, let's talk some bats. As far as Detroit goes, Um, any interest in the Detroit bats here?
0: Not really. They're just not very good. You can take the power bats, the power righties, Castellanos, Dixon, um, that's, even Miggy, but I'm probably just going to not play him.
1: Dixon is really interesting. Um, with Detweiler not striking people out, I, I think that Dixon is a guy that he has the power. He just strikes out a ton. So, um, I, I certainly don't mind him in this spot, but, um, yeah, it's just ugly. It's one of the reasons that we kind of like Detweiler and Tyler anders uh, Alexander, because this game is really bad. Yeah. Um, any, any White Sox bats here?
0: I mean, Abreu Bray, you McCann are fine. Um, home runs is obviously something. What's his name is dealt with. So either one of those guys are good enough. Outside of them, like maybe Moncada but or Jimenez, but I'm probably not going heavy on anyone here.
1: Yeah, like it, it's, uh, it's the power bats. It's Jimenez, it's Abreu, it's Moncada. Those are the three guys you'd probably look at against a young pitcher. He could certainly get blown up here uh, making his debut. He struggled with some home runs in the minors. So like the three power bats are the guys that I'd be looking at here. Houston at Colorado, 13.5 total here. Wade Miley against Peter Lambert. Um, Miley's a 136 favorite. It is hot in course today. It's 91 degrees in course uh, at first pitch. Any interest in either one
0: of these pitchers? Um, No, I also have no interest in going outside today if it's going to be that hot.
1: I laugh. That's like a normal day in Florida. Um, Like it's eighty. Two degrees out right now. Um, just That's looking at my watch right in Florida. <laughs> That's true. Uh, as far as the Houston bats go, it's a great spot for Houston. Um, all these guys are very much in play. Lambert's really struggled lefties, so you got to prioritize the lefties with Brantley and Reddick. Uh, I doubt Alvarez would be in the lineup because no DH. But have read that like he might play one game this series, and this would be a good game for him to play. There's just gonna be a lot of runs scored in general. Um, Lambert has a 50% hard to soft contact ratio against lefties. He only is generating 3% soft contact. So, like, this is a really good spot for Brantley and Reddick. Um, anything else you want to add on the Houston side?
0: You can play anyone. Altuve is too cheap at 4,600, still.
1: So. Yeah, Reddick's Redick, 4,600 too. I like that price. I'm um, glad they priced up Brantley a little bit, but even Brantley is a guy that I really like. William Miley is a guy that has been, you know, really good uh, since the start of or towards the middle of last year when he really started throwing his cutter more. Cutter doesn't get too affected here uh, by course when we're looking at the pitch types that do get affected, but Trevor Story at 4,500 is probably your cash game shortstop. Um, By no means do I want to fade him. Nolan Arenado at 5,300 seems like he's kind of underpriced for for a lefty matchup too.
0: Yeah, Story, 4,500 is just silly. Why? Why would they do that to me? I'm forced to play him, and everyone's forced to play him. Yeah, uh, those two guys, first guys I'd look with, don't mind playing Blackman or Dahl. Uh, I don't care if it's a lefty-lefty mashup. This is Coors. If Miley's not doing well, they'll yank him out early. Um, So I don't know how late he's going to go in. Yes, Houston does have a good bullpen, but this is Coors, and it's hot. Uh, Play anyone.
1: Yep. Um, Don't really have anything else to add. Moving on here, we got the Indians and the Royals, eight and a half total, Clevenger against Duffy. Clevenger's a 160 favorite. Uh, Coming off of a game, he got blown up. Um, Any interest here in Clevenger?
0: If I absolutely can't get up to Bueller or Sale, Clevenger's the next guy. Um, He's just been pretty good this season. He uh, got beat up in his last start against Baltimore, but this is baseball. Anything can happen. He got beat up a little bit against Texas, but this is baseball. Anything can happen that – Overlying them num- or the numbers throughout the season are good. And were, those were both in bad ballparks and he gave up some home runs, but like he's playing in Kansas city, Kansas city is not a great lineup. Clevenger has great strikeout stuff and prank is willing to let his pitchers go deep into games apparently. So I have, I have some interest in Clevenger. It's just, I'd much, much prefer Bueller and sale.
1: Yeah. Um it- his velocity was there. You know, I watched some of the Baltimore start. Like the velocity was there. He just couldn't miss a bat. So um, I, I certainly don't mind this spot for Clevenger. But like I said, like you said, um, I'd much rather have Bueller or Sale at the top. So um, I don't really have any interest in Duffy, even though I don't mind left handed pitching against Cleveland. I just I don't think I'm going to play him in this spot.
0: Yeah, not playing Duffy. Cleveland's too good although Duffy can have an occasional good game. Um, his price tag is decent enough, but uh, Cleveland's just a tough matchup here. I guess if, if if they go lefty heavy in the lineup here and throw Bradley and Bowers in, then I have slight interest in him just because he has had to strike out upside versus lefties, but if they're not in the lineup, it's just an absolute no-go. It's just the price tag is enticing.
1: Yep. I, I could see that, but uh, I just man, you look at the ISOs on this team on this team, Cleveland team, and like they're just really down. Like I don't think Duffy gets blown up here. I just I don't know. I wish he was a little bit cheaper. Like if he was in the sixty five hundred dollar range, I think I'd pull the trigger. Um I don't think he's the worst play, but I don't think he's the best play today. Um, any Cleveland bats that you like here?
0: Jose Ramirez is way too darn cheap at forty seven or thirty seven hundred or thirty eight hundred. I don't hate Kipnis, even though it's lefty-lefty. Duffy hasn't been great versus lefties so far this season. He's a mediocre strikeout guy that gives up a lot of fly balls. So Kipnis is very much in play here at his price tag of just 3600 Um Perez, a little cheap at $3,600. do not mind him. Lindor is always in play, but it's really just the cheap guys to save some money. Um,
1: As far as the Kansas City bats go, I don't really want to play any of the Kansas City bats. Yeah, I know Clevenger is a guy that could get blown up again. Uh, if you want to stack them, I think that's how I would play them. Mondesi is back. He got activated on Tuesday. Um, uh, the only way I play Kansas City here is in a stack, just hoping that Clevenger is not going to miss bats again.
0: Yeah, yeah that's pretty much it for me too. And their prices aren't terribly appealing either, so I'm probably just going to fade them entirely.
1: All right, Minnesota at Oakland, nine and a half total. Kyle Gibson, Tanner Anderson. Um, any interest here in Gibson?
0: Nope, none whatsoever. Uh, I'd rather go up to Beeler or Sale or Clevenger. Um, it's just that simple. Gibson's been fine pretty much all season long. He has good numbers, only three point five x fip, but he's nine k going up against Oakland. He gets in Oakland, but it's probably not going to go too late into the game. So I'm I'm just crossing off my list.
1: Yeah, the only reason that I have interest in, in him here is it's going to be in like 60 degrees at first pitch. Um it's going to be pretty chilly in San Diego too. Like some of this weather is is interesting um out on the west coast. So I don't hate this spot for Gibson, you know, especially if they roll out that right-handed heavy lineup that we saw on Tuesday. Like he has a 26.4% K rate against righties. 130 ISO against righties this season. He's more of a ground ball pitcher. So I don't hate it um, for Kyle Gibson. I think that Kyle Gibson is a really good play on FanDuel. Um, he's 7,100 on FanDuel. If you're not paying up for Sailor Bueller, who are both over 10K, like Kyle Gibson at 7,100 on FanDuel is probably going to be pretty popular today. Yeah. Um. Tanner Anderson, other side of this game. Really bad against lefties, really good against righties. Um, in the small sample that we've seen from him so far. Going to face quite a bit of lefties here. I think I'm gonna pass on Tanner Anderson today.
0: You have no interest in him at all. I don't No or, I have interest in him at all.
1: Yeah, I just don't no interest, right? Like just
0: Yeah, it's a low it's they're not that high strikeout of a team outside of Sano and Cruz. They've got some power, they're good and Tanner's an incredibly low strikeout rate guy.
1: Yeah, that's, that's kind of where I'm at, too. I just I don't see any upside here for Anderson, and I'd rather just keep going down or go a little bit higher to get some upside. Um, as far as the bats go here for Minnesota, I think all the lefties are very much in play. I know Castro had a two-home run game on Tuesday. 3200 is really cheap for Jason Castro if you are wanted to go that route. I, I think he's a really good play um, at that price point.
0: Yeah, I mean, no one else really stands out as a great price point. Um, maybe Krohn, um just because he's going up against a really low strikeout guy, so I don't hate him, but, I mean, Tan- Anderson's just a big ground ball pitcher, so I'm probably going to stay away outside of Castro.
1: Um, Arias is not bad. If he's in the lineup, he's 14 for his last 32. He's batting over 400 in that span. Not going to get you a bunch of extra base hits, but 3,500 uh, if you want to pay down at second base, I think he's certainly a guy you could look at here against a low strikeout Anderson. And uh, he always kind of floats in the lineup, so I re- you don't really know where to project him to be in there. Even Jonathan's scope is not terrible either, but I like Eris better. Uh, Oakland bats, you know, I think you could play Matt Olson, but outside of that, like, you know, you can always take a shot on Chris Davis, but I- I'm not going to have a bunch of exposure to this team.
0: Yep, yeah, same. Chris Davis is 3,600. It's too cheap. Olsen is good and can get you a bomb, but yeah, I'm probably probably not going with anyone.
1: Yep. Um, Keep on rolling here. We got the Giants and the Padres, 8.5 total. Sean Anderson uh, against Cal Quintreau. Uh 8.5 total. Uh is a 142 favorite. Uh, any interest here in Sean Anderson?
0: I mean, it's a high strikeout. Padres team, but Anderson just strikes out no one. Um, it's decent pitching weather. I want to have interest in him just because of his price tag, um, but like I, I don't think that I can really go there at 6,800 where I can go up to other guys or, or down to other guys that probably have more upside.
1: I would rather just full-on take a shot on Cal Quintrell on the other side of this game if I was going to take somebody um I worry about how far they're going to let Quintrell go. You know, he's kind of been working out of the bullpen, but he's a guy that was stretched out at one point in the season. He's 5K. Like, if I'm going to take somebody, like, I'm going to go all the way down and take, you know, Quintrell over Anderson. Like, Quintrell's been really good against righties this season. He struggled against lefties. Uh, This lineup's going to be kind of a mix of righties and lefties. So, like if I was gonna play a pitcher in this game, it'd be Quintro and just take the the massive discount. Um you just worry about how how much they're gonna let him pitch in this game. That's all.
0: Yeah. And I mean, they could go super lefty heavy here. I mean, realistically they could put in all lefties outside of Pilar. Uh so if they come out with a little bit, a few righties in the lineup, I'd probably think about it. Outside of that, like I mean, honestly, him going only eighty pitches might help you because it limits his downside, which is not <laughs> only some... let him
1: go through the lineup twice.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, honestly, but Giants have been hot recently. I don't, I don't know if I'm going to end up on Quantrill, but if that Detroit game is looking like trouble, I might be forced to.
1: <laughs> Come on down, you're the next contestant. On, we're just going to play you because you're cheap today. Um, let's talk bats. You know, you kind of mentioned it, like Dickerson, Voigt, Belt, uh Yaz, like they they can go lefty here. Um, the lefties do strike out a little bit more than the righties in this lineup, but he has really struggled with lefties this year. 424 woba, 277 iso, 15.6% k rate, 43% hard hit rate. I don't mind getting exposure to some of these lefties and keep playing these hot Giants bats.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll end up stacking up the Giants just because of how much they've mashed San Diego for no apparent reason. Um, and Belt is one of the better plays on the slate at just 3,800. problem is there's a lot of first basemen here. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of with you. Like any of the lefty bats with some power, so Belt, Sandoval, Dickerson, Voigt. Um, I don't even hate Yastrzemski. Uh, but any of them are in play. They're all priced under 4,100. So it allows you to get So get Bueller a sale into your lineup. So I don't hate him.
1: Yeah. If you just get some discounted guys, like you're just looking for some savings to plug in some stuff. Um, I kind of hope that like Posey and Lingoria are in there and like, and they just play and like, we can continue to look at Quantrill as far as the Padres bats go against Anderson. I like the power bats. Even the guys that strike out a lot, like this is a spot where they're facing a low strikeout pitcher so, like, you know, Renfro and Reyes, Machado should be back from his one-game suspension, Tatis, like, the power bats for San Diego.
0: Yeah, I love Renfro and Reyes, and I always love Tatis. He's incredible right now. It's just ridiculous how good he is, slowly turning into one of my favorite players in baseball. Um, but, yeah, any of the power bats, I mean, it's not great hitting conditions, and it's not a great ballpark, but these guys are good. So, yeah, Uh Any of the power bats, especially the ones that strike out heavily, which is Tatis, Reyes, and Renfro, going up against a guy who strikes out righties at a 17% clip. So, yeah, you can play him.
1: Arizona at L.A. taking on the Dodgers, the very disappointing Dodgers. Really need a Jock home run. Um, Sitting really good in a FanDuel tournament right now, and like it can make up for everything. Uh, If Jock just gets a home run, not going to happen probably um merrill kelly against walker buehler eight total buehler is a 270 favorite uh merrill kelly any interest here
0: no i mean he's been decent at times for some reason i don't understand but his underlying numbers just are not very good this dodger team is very good and like looking at his price 8300 is not worth me going up against a very good dodger team
1: um, the other side, Walker Bueller, we've talked about him a bunch now leading up to actually talking about him 3.15x FIP, 27% K rate, 3.7% walk rate, the swinging strike rate over 12%. He's good against both sides of the plate, strikes out both sides of the plate. His biggest issue is hard contact. And when you look at this team outside of Peralta and Marte, um, nobody really over a 40% hard hit rate, so. On paper, this is a really good matchup. The only thing that concerns me about Bueller in this spot is Arizona is not a team that typically strikes out a bunch, and I think that's the one kind of thing that worries me, um, but not enough where I'm not going to play a bunch of them here.
0: Yeah, as I've alluded to multiple times on this podcast, Bueller's is my favorite play on the entire slate. Um, I prefer him to sale. Dude's been just dealing. Like He started off the season bad. He had a rough outing against Colorado in his last start, but that was in Coors. But outside of that, he's been spectacular. Um, guy has all the upside in the world. They're letting him pitch deep into games. that let him over 100 pitches, like, multiple times, and always is in the high 90s at least. I absolutely love him in pretty much any spot. And this isn't a great spot, but he's that good, and I'm expecting more people to go with Sale um any interest
1: in any of the diamondbacks bats
0: nope
1: yeah that's a hard pass for me too uh the dodgers here i don't mind getting some bats against merrill kelly it is going to be kind of chilly um low 70s on first pitch here for the dodgers but like i I i always stack the dodgers and you know take that for what it's worth because you know they're they're burning me pretty heavily on on tuesday but I'm certainly willing to roll the dice and go back to the well here just because there's just such a good offense that, you know, they're going to have those blow up games and they're going to win you tournaments every once in a while.
0: Yeah. And Belly's going to go super low owned here, but I'm right there with you. You can go with any of these bats. Most of them are not too restrictively priced. So, yeah, go with any one of them. I mean, Kelly has not great numbers versus righties, not great numbers versus lefties. And this lineup's just super good. So, um, yeah, and if what's his name, Rios gets into the lineup. He's only 3,200, so not a bad play.
1: All right, last game on the slate. We got the Cardinals and the Mariners, nine total Adam Wainwright against Mike Leak. Um, any interest here in Wainwright?
0: A little bit. Seattle just has so many strikeouts in their lineup, but the problem is like Wainwright doesn't really strike. It's kind of what we had with Flaherty yesterday. Uh just does is very good versus righties, not very good versus lefties, and there's a lot of lefties in this lineup. Problem is, most of the lefties and the righties are super bad. It's not going to be too hot over in Seattle. Um, again, it's that open air dome, and like it's going to be fifty. Oh, it's going to be a little bit hotter. It's going to be sixty degrees tomorrow, but that's still not great. So I, I don't hate Wainwright. Again, it's like a little bit of a price thing. The problem is he's in the same range as some other guys. So I'll have some exposure to him, but not a whole lot.
1: Yeah. It's just, there's a lot of strikeouts in this lineup and there's just not a lot of pitching options on the slate. So like he's in play because of that. Um, good pitchers ballpark. Mike Leak on the other side of this game. Um, He's a guy that for a long time we could get some ground balls and stuff against righties, but he's kind of been reverse splits this season. We know that uh Carpenter went on the I. L. This could be a really right handed heavy offense today. I don't hate the idea of playing Mike Leek, but I don't love it.
0: I hate it. I'm not doing it.
1: Yeah, you're more you're just more blunt than me. Like I it's kind of how I felt. Um, but yeah, I don't think I'm gonna pull the trigger here.
0: Yeah. I mean the, the the Cardinals bats are so cheap though.
1: They are cheap, um, which makes these guys very interesting. I don't know if I'd stack the Cardinals here, but I, I think like plugging in some of the Cardinals bats to get exposure to the top pitching is certainly in play. Dijon, thirty-eight hundred, uh Tyler O'Neill, thirty six hundred, Paul Goldschmidt, thirty-five hundred. Um Goldie at that price is just ridiculously cheap. Um, you know, even like Colton Wong are like thirty-four. Munoz uh, bat, it was batting towards the top of the lineup. He was 3,300. Like, a lot of cheap bats here. Um, Tommy Edmond, who could potentially bat leadoff at second base for 3,200. A lot of different ways you can go here um, with this team.
0: Yeah, just because of the pricing, the trash trash pitching, I will have some exposure to them. Um It's that simple. Like, it's not a great hitting ballpark. It's not great hitting weather. But Mike gleek isn't really a good – Pitcher, I really like O'Neill. Like, really like him. He's a guy with a bunch of power, uh, but strikes out at such a massive clip. If he's in the lineup 3,600, you can easily get a bomb out of him. Like, he he can mash. Like, really, he can mash, but he's just going to strike out tons. But, again, Leak, wants a lower strikeout rate. Guys in the league only strikes out right. He's at a 14% clip. Doesn't walk, guys, so the ball's going to be put in play a lot. I'm going to end up with St. Louis stacks and I'm not happy about it, but that's just the way it's going to go.
1: Yeah. Like if you stack St. Louis, you can get really high end pitching. You can get good you know, pieces around them. So like the more I think about it, the more I do not hate it. Um, you know what's going to you...
0: win the slate is a full St. Louis stack with Salem Bueller.
1: I don't even know if you could do that though. Like uh, pricing wise, like I guess um, I haven't messed around with it enough, but I'm sure you can make it work. Um, as far as the Seattle bats go, it's it's Vogelbach, it's JP Crawford, um, it's a good stolen base spot for Malik um, Smith if he's able to get on. But really, I just Crawford and Vogelbach, really the only guys that I have interest in here.
0: Yeah, that's understandable. I'm I'm busy right now trying to make a St. Louis stack, but it's <laughs> just Vogelbach um, to me. I'm I'm trying to see where this goes. I'll know by the end of the podcast, but this could be this could be real fun here.
1: All right, let's play the morning grind game and then we're gonna get out of here. Um give me a guy under eight K to get six or more strikeouts today. Pavetta. All right. Um give me the give me the rookie making his debut. Give me Tyler Alexander. Um give me a guy over eight K to score under 15.
0: Let's see. There's a boatload of options. Um, I'm going to go with... um, I'm just going to go with Gibson.
1: All right. I'm going to take Sonny Gray. Give me a guy over 4K to hit a home run that's not in course.
0: Oh, gosh. Uh, I'm going Tatis.
1: Like that one. I'm gonna go with a random home run today. Give me Josh Donaldson. Um under 4K to get two hits, not in course. Who do you got? Belt. All right. I'm going to take Tommy Edman.
0: I like it. That's why I did just create a lineup with five Cardinals and chris sale and bueller
1: sounds good grant it's give me a stack everything. give me a stack to score six or more runs today
0: man got too busy with st louis couldn't figure out you know what i'm going to st louis
1: <laughs> um i'm gonna take uh the atlanta braves um grant any final thoughts before we get out of here
0: good luck on your SB 2s today guys
1: <laughs> that is true all right, that's going to wrap it up here for Wednesday. We'll be back tomorrow talking some more baseball for the 4th of July. Good luck in your contests, and we will see you then. Hey kids.